Welcome to the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast. Today, I have a special bonus episode of the podcast introducing you to the Boundless Literary Festival. I'm Andrew Popel, and every week I broadcast Final Draft from the studios of 2SER in Sydney. We record on Gadigal land of the Yora Nation, and I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians, their ongoing connection to the land. They are the first storytellers here, and I pay my respects to them. Now, the Boundless Literary Festival is a festival of Indigenous and culturally diverse writers. It's happening on Saturday, October 26th at the Bankstown Arts Centre, and it's being presented by Writing New South Wales, Bankstown Arts Centre, and also in association with Sweatshop. Today, in this special bonus episode of the Great Conversations podcast, I'm being joined by Winnie Dunn. Winnie is a Tongan Australian writer from Mount Druitt. She's the general manager of Sweatshop, and she's also going to be appearing at the festival. So, welcome to Winnie Dunn, and here is the Boundless Festival of Indigenous and Culturally Diverse Writers. Now, Boundless Festival is it's a festival of Indigenous and culturally diverse writers, and the festival will be happening on Saturday, October 26th at Bankstown Art Centre. It's presented by Writing New South Wales, Bankstown Art Centre, and is in association with Sweatshop. To join, joining me today to talk about the festival is Winnie Dunn. Winnie is a Tongan Australian writer from Mount Druitt. She's the general manager of Sweatshop, the Western Sydney Writers' Movement. Winnie's also going to be appearing at the festival, so she's just a fantastic person to let us know about Boundless. Welcome, Winnie. Thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you for having me. Now, this is the second Boundless Festival. You were also on the lineup for the first one. What can people expect on the day? I think people can expect kind of Australia's most diverse uh, and most Indigenous literary scene. Uh, you know, a, a lot of those kinds of literatures um, are always pushed to the side or, or not very seen or not very heard. And so Boundless is one way that Writing New South Wales and Sweatshop have come together to showcase uh, the diversity of Australian literature. And so I think it's going to be a really exciting event. Now, here at Final Draft, we love Sweatshop and we love all the work you do. But I actually, I don't want to presume because people are going to be discovering this for the first time. Can you tell me a little bit about Sweatshop and the work that Sweatshop does? Yeah, so Sweatshop is a Western Sydney literacy movement uh, run by myself and uh, Dr. Michael Muhammad Ahmed. And what we do is we... Um, bring together uh, Indigenous and culturally and linguistically diverse writers to come together through writing workshops uh, to train up in the art of creative writing uh, and then to kind of showcase uh, their work. And so Sweatshop is built on the, I would say... um, on the foundations of, of African-American feminist and writer Bell Hooks, uh, who says degrees of literacy uh, determine how we see what we see. And so what we try to do is empower kind of diverse writers who are on the margins to come to centre. So Sweatshop has been absolutely killing it lately with a range of releases and accolades. Muhammad was shortlisted for the Miles Franklin for his book, The Lebs. There's two chapters of the Big Black Thing analogy. You've edited the collection Sweatshop Women that came out earlier this year, May, right? Yes, yes. It came out in May um, at the Sydney Writers Festival uh, to a kind of sold out crowd, uh, which was really exciting. Um, And it's kind of Sweatshop's bestseller and so um, if people haven't heard of Sweatshop Women Volume 1 um, they're more than, um, would be more than happy for them to grab a copy um, at sweatshop.ws but it's kind of Australia's first anthology um, that's not only written but also edited and designed by women of colour and uh, to me that's kind of 
the first step in intro- in introducing diverse writers, not only through writing, but also through the creation of a publication. So Boundless started in 2017. Sweatshop's been around for a bit longer than that. Yes. Um, it's a festival of diverse writers. Now, well, the likes of Benjamin Law, who's going to be on the on the lineup of artists this year, they're fast becoming household names. How do you feel, though, Australia is going in terms of recognising the diversity of voices and the diversity of voices telling st- stories from diverse communities across the country? Yeah, um, well, I mean, you mentioned earlier that uh, Dr. Michael Muhammad Ahmed was shortlisted for the Miles Franklin. And, you know, the Miles uh, Franklin winner, winner this year uh, was, you know, um, Aboriginal writer Melissa Lukashenko. And so I think Australia's literary culture is starting to realise the importance of, of diverse writing. We still have a long way to go. I mean, Switch Up's been around for about 10 years now and only now have we seen a small momentum of interest in diverse writers and not only diverse in culture, but also diverse in ages and sexuality um, and classes. And so when all of those intersections come together, I think there's a contribution to knowledge to Australian literature that hasn't been heard before. And so I think even though it's been moving and, and you know, we're seeing winners like um, Alexis Wright, uh, who won the Stella Prize, I still I still feel like there's definitely a long way to go. Uh, And so, you know, Sweatshop is just one avenue where emerging writers have access to Australia's literary world um, and have access to improve their writing uh, so that, you know, when they finally meet a big publisher, when they finally have something to share with the world, that it's kind of the most um, well-written piece of literature that they can give. You mentioned before that Sweatshop Women, which is the collection you've edited, has become one of Sweatshop's biggest sellers or the biggest seller. Do you have a sense? Uh, you also mentioned that it's available through your website. We'll just plug that again. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, especially through like online portals. Do you have a sense of who's reading and where where the books are going? Who in Australia? Where are they? Where are they reading you? Well, you know, if you. If the listeners today buy the book, they'll literally get the book posted by me. I'll literally write their name <laughs> on the on the postage packet. Forget and sexy so algorithms. You are doing it by hand. Yeah, I know. So I get a real sense of people who are buying the book. And so, you know, the book isn't just written by women of colour, for women of colour. It's an access point for all readers to come together to... Um, delight in and be inspired by and understand the stories uh, written by women of colour. And so, you know, sometimes I even see, you know, um, you know, cis white straight men buy the book, not because um, they're hating on it or because they don't like it, but literally because they're so interested in the stories and and what it means to see um, Australia's diverse literatures. And, you know, again, um, a lot of women uh, are very interested in the book uh, regardless um, of their um, race or class, uh, because I think there hasn't been a dialogue yet or or a mainstream dialogue uh, between um, different different kinds of women, different kinds of people. And so the Switch Up Women's Anthology is just kind of one way to start that dialogue, uh, which I think is really important. And of course, at Boundless, you're going to be moderating a panel on the Sweatshop Women collection. The panel features Divya Venkataraman, Ferdas Baha, Jeanette Chen and Phoebe Grainer, who have contributed to the collection. 
The book is described as groundbreaking, but I was hoping you could tell me a little bit about where a book like this sits in Australia's literary tradition and also the voices of women that we can appreciate have always been telling stories but are so often not being heard. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Switch Up Women anthology sits in Australia's kind of uh, literary scene in terms of the Growing Up series. So there's the Growing Up Aboriginal in Australia, um, Growing Up um, Asian uh, in Australia, um, and then there's Arab Australian Other, for instance. There's Growing Up African Australian. Um, And so I think Switch Up Women sits in that because it's about women of colour in Australia telling their own stories and reclaiming their own stories and telling stories that are both uh, fiction and autobiographical, uh, which is the genre autobiographical fiction, um, where they get to reclaim their own narratives, um, but also revel in the art of fiction making. And so, you know, um, on the panel at at Boundless, um, Feroz Baha wrote a really amazing story about going to a law firm interview, uh, but because she wears the hijab, she was asked very personal questions throughout the interview um, about her religion. Um, And, you know, that was quite striking to see in an anthology because, Australia is still yet to have an abundance of literature written by women who wear the hijab. And so for somebody like Ferdos, who's a Bengali Australian writer from Minto in Campbelltown, uh, to kind of write that interaction um, is kind of the first time Australian literature has ever seen that story. And so it's really exciting to be able to publish it and to be able to go to Boundless and have panels and talk to Ferdos about what it means in her everyday life and in her literature and in her body of work um, in terms of her being uh, a Bengali-Australian Muslim writer who wears a hijab from Inter. In some conceptions for some people, Australian storytelling is from the beach to the bush. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a configuration that literally kind of jumps over Western Sydney. Absolutely. Very conveniently. <laughs> is, it, is it that we're filling in the blanks or are we really looking to a space where we are reconfiguring, we're reconceptualizing and we're looking at stories we haven't heard that exist now and looking at how far back storytelling extends? Yeah, absolutely. We're all, all I would argue that all uh, culturally and linguistically diverse writers and Indigenous writers come from a history of oral storytelling. And so a lot of our cultures, I mean, Tongans have it, we call we call them bunakes, uh, which means storytellers through both song, dance, um, and yeah, through song and dance. So for, for me, that's that history in Switch Up Women, where the, where the women are writing from. But in terms of now, I think you're definitely right. I think um, kind of the mainstream Australian literature conveniently um, blows over Western Sydney. And only in very recent years have we seen an emergence of writing from Western Sydney, uh, which I think is really important. I mean, the concept of mirroring and the importance of that is that when a a young person picks up a book or watches a movie the concept of mirroring is that they find that that book or that movie important because they see themselves in it and so an anthology like sweatshop women and in fact all of the anthologies that sweatshop produces is about that concept of mirroring is about being able to create stories where kind of the younger generation 
of culturally and linguistically diverse and Indigenous writers from Western Sydney begin to see themselves. And so not only does Sweatshop do that with kind of older emerging writers, we also run workshops with um, Western Sydney high schools. And so we try to get as much of a broad range of emerging writers as possible because that aspect of mirroring is so important. If we begin to put into the Australian literary scene um, pieces of literature that mirror the aspects of people of colour and Indigenous people living in Western Sydney, um, then the movement starts happening where those kind of disadvantaged people start to believe that, oh, yeah, there is something like me that's already out there that I can contribute to, which I think um, is a really phenomenal concept because for me, as a Tongan Australian writer, the only mainstream representation that I have is Chris Lilly, who's a white guy who does brown face and puts on an afro and enacts these really kind of racist and sexist um, portrayals of Pacific Islanders in Australia. And so if that's the only concept of mirroring that I have you know how can somebody like me feel like they can become a writer or an actor um yeah so I think that's the most important thing when picking up a sweatshop book and thinking about Australian literature is what is it mirroring and is it mirroring some of the most disadvantaged people in Australia and is that important I think those are the questions we need to be asking Mm. And so at Boundless, we have this opportunity for people to look at Australia more fully than perhaps they are seeing in their everyday. And it's a full day festival. It's across four stages. <laughs> if people want to find out more, they can check out boundlessfestival.org.au or they just Google Boundless Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping though, Winnie, like there's, there's so much on and people are literally not going to be able to see everything. Can you have a can you have a highlight? Can you recommend like do not miss? Yeah, absolutely. So if you come to Boundless, be sure not to miss out the panel of Sweatshop Women, uh, which will be chaired by myself and I'll be in conversation with four of kind of the most exciting uh, indigenous and culturally and linguistically diverse women writers in Australia right now, I think, who are emerging. Um and this, the second event I want to promote um, is Sex, Drugs and Pork Rolls, which is a <laughs> which is a play on the phrase uh, Sex, Drugs and Rock and Roll. Uh, and Sex, Drugs and Pork Rolls is a script that was co-edited, that was co-written by myself, Mariam Azam, Stephen Pham and Shirley Lee. And they will be read by actors on the day in kind of this very special one-off performance reading. Um which is in partnership with Urban Theatre Projects. And so, of course, if you can make it to Boundless, definitely come to those two panels. And if you absolutely can't make it for whatever reason, please check out Sweatshop's website at sweatshop.ws. Buy the books, watch the videos, listen to the podcasts um, and, and look out for more projects coming out in 2020. I am pretty sure that Sex, Drugs and Pork Rolls is on at five o'clock, so it's sort of closing out the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am speaking with Winnie Dunn. She is the general manager of Sweatshop, and we are discussing Boundless. It is a free festival. If if you want to find out more about the things that are on and what time, it's running from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Bankstown Arts Centre, and all of that information is at boundlessfestival.org.au. We will, of course, get these links up on the social media. Uh, Hope to see you down there, and... um, Check out Winnie's panels. 
She's got some absolutely astounding work, and I really appreciate, Winnie, that you've taken the time to come in and talk to us. No worries. Thanks so much. I hope to see you all there. That's it for this great conversation with Winnie Dunn. We were discussing the Boundless Literary Festival. It is a festival of Indigenous and culturally diverse writers happening on Saturday, October 26 at Bankstown Arts Centre. Great Conversations is recorded on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Andrew Popel. If you want to keep up with the latest in books, writing, literary culture, literary festivals, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. You can just look for at Final Draft 2SER. My name is Andrew Popel. I'm going to be back next week with more great conversations from Final Draft. Till then, I wish you happy reading. <laughs>